Hello, baby. Did you guys know that a Broad Street journalist has described my impression as stunningly accurate? Who's the Broad Street journalist? Uh, William Broadstreet. Ah, I know. Well, actually, you guys know. Old you guys Billy know Bob uh, Broadstreet. Am I thinking of? I don't know. Okay, William Broadstreet to James Broadbent, the guy who plays like the oh, Marcus yeah, yeah, Brody. The English, he's can, in. Yeah. He's, of course, he's in Topsy Turvy. Oh, I forgot that you saw that movie. Oh, that's that you a, it's that, a good movie. That, that, like you, you love that. What, what's that movie about again? I think so we talked about it like on a previous. We probably post, have talked like, about it. Mentioned it's, it. So, I guess. it's like a three-hour movie about Gilbert and Sullivan putting on the Mikado, and most of it is just kind of like showing what oh, life yeah. was like in like 1880s London. Basically, if you were in the theater crowd, it's just like a lot of scenes of people going about their day and talking about current events um, or using telephones for the first time. But I really love that movie. I like how whenever, you know how when people do like, like these like period movies about musicians or, or whatever, like it'll just say like, Oh, music by, and it'll be straight up like the old composer. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's not exactly true. Like, like I know I look it up topsy turvy. It's like music by Gilbert and Sullivan. I'm like, well, I feel like yes, but I want to know who like adapted that music yeah. for this. You know, yeah. like, I mean, as far as like, I, like, they were using like a lot of the original like like th- when they were designing the sets and stuff like that in the movie, they used the original uh, like sketches or whatever plans from the like original uh, like showings, oh, like, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay. Apparently, they, it says here Carl Davis did some score. Carl stuff, Davis. So it's not like because okay, here here's my thing, right? Like it's like it's not. They're probably not just doing the music just from Gilbert Sullivan, right? Like they're they're like adapting it. Maybe they'll use like a theme from it to like you know they'll they'll, they'll reorchestrate it, right? Because like mm-hmm. this this is a you know 1999 movie. This is not the same, you know. There's, it won't be the same recording of it or like whenever the first pressing of this is, right? Yeah. Like it's a, it's the same thing. Uh, is it Ethan Film Score talk when I watched like like um. A West Side Story, and it's like, oh, music by Leonard Bernstein. I'm like, I, I get it, but like, that's not the. It's like this is not the original Leonard Bernstein recording here. Like, I want, I want more information on like what the additional composers. I think because I think like Dudamel arranged some stuff for this mm. for this version of the movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess they they update it when the movie actually comes out because as of now, the movie Maestro, which <laughs> so I guess this is a little more. Of a we're we're talking about Maestro two days in a row or two episodes in a row. Yeah, but the, but you're you're gonna listen to it's, this like it's staggered, one yeah. now and then like two months from then. Uh huh. But you uh, know, but just know Maestro, that we recorded these a day apart. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Maestro. Um, says music by Leonard Bernstein. I'm like that can't be true. <laughs> like that's mm-hmm. impossible. He came back to life, yeah, um, to make this movie. Uh, can what you if do we... your Michael Caine impression? Uh, I'm Michael Caine. Tangerine. <laughs> I'm Michael Caine. Yeah, Tangerine. <laughs> I, I wanted us to do the bit from the, you know the one the interview. Oh, that's how oh, yeah, the trip. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the interview. I, I <laughs> they should have a scene in the interview where like he had James Franco and Kim Jong Un or whatever do Michael Caine impressions. I might actually like I'm that movie if they so did that. I'm so bad. Kim Jong Il is the first one, and Kim I. Kim Jong Il and Kim Il Sung. Yeah, but is the grandpappy. Yeah, I, 
I, I put Kim Jong-un because I was like, oh, yeah, un for, like, one. And I'm like, oh, shit, like, that's not what that is in yeah. Korean. So I got that trivia question wrong. Ooh, yeah, you got it. It was, like, it was like this dictator in 2000, like, Professor's Love of Elvis. I'm like, well, it can't be the, the one that's right now because in 2000 he'd be, like, 18 years old or whatever he is. So and I was like, okay, it's obviously Kim Jong-un because of uno. Uh, for number one, but apparently, that's right. I mean, uh, clearly that's that's wrong. Um, it's so damn wrong. Yeah, man. I love I love that that um, that clip, which is like the only clip I've seen of that of that movie because it's apparently it's not just them doing impressions for two hours. It's like just like this kind of fun little like it's like you know English dry comedy of like you know two com- two comedians playing a fake version of themselves. And like going on a trip, but yeah. for those of you who don't know what this is, it's that. But there is an isolated clip of them at dinner where someone says, "Hey, by the way, this journalist just said my impressions are so good." And he goes, "Like I don't believe you." And he goes, "Okay, well, listen to my Michael Caine impression." And then they just do. And to be clear, we're talking about the the trip, not the interview. The, I don't know. Just yeah, to... the, the, yes, yes, the movie, the, the BBC. Which is movie, who's, the trip. who are the two? I got like Pete, it's Rob I, Brydon and Steve Coogan. Okay, I yeah, Steve Coogan. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. who famously plays? I I want to say it's it's not Willy Wonka, but he has kind of like a Willy Wonka kind of a thing going on because he plays he plays the guy in a, uh, Around the World in Eighty Days. Okay, and and that's like eighteen hundred steampunk like frock coat with like top hat wearing thing. Yeah. And I feel like what are we gonna talk about that movie? I'm looking up here. Uh, around what's his name? What the hell is his name? What's the character's name? It's it's not Jules Verne. Oh, Phil- Phileas Fogg. That's Phileas right. Fogg. Phineas, is it Phineas Fogg or is it Phileas? Phineas it's Phileas Fogg. Wow, that's interesting. Phileas Fogg. I like alliteration. Oh, I forgot. Steve I... Coogan's gonna be playing Jimmy Savile in like a BBC movie. The creator Savile Row. No, he's uh, Jimmy Savile oh. was like a. This is, he's a bad guy. He was an English, oh. uh, like children's TV personality, but also like just a huge pedophile and like abuser. Oh. Um, oh, oh, that's right. And I if you look oh, up yeah. pictures, if you look up pictures of Jimmy Savile, he does. He, I don't know how it took so long for people to figure this out because he is the scariest looking man of all time. And he, oh, yeah. like, this... I, dude, I watched the fucking documentary. Like every goddamn episode of his TV show, he'd go up there and be like, "I'm just here to diddle the kids." Like he'd make jokes about oh. it. <laughs> like, Jesus, it's fucked Christ. up, man. Yeah. yeah, wasn't it like, yeah, this, yeah, this the is the guy who was like... This is evil. He, he, he <laughs> those dang Brits. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I remember like, yeah, it was a big... I mean, I, I didn't really follow it, but like he was like... Everyone loved him and then all of a sudden... Like, People boom, loved him. Like he was pedophile. best friends with like Prince Charles or whatever, you know. Um, and then Christ. when he died in 2011, uh, afterwards, they were like, ooh, turns out this guy was a massive pedophile, and a bunch of people in the BBC, like, helped cover it up. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, man. And Steve Coogan's going to play this guy? Steve Coogan's going to play this guy. I'm oh sure it's going to be, like, a like a positive portrayal. <laughs> no, I don't think it will be, to be clear. I don't think Steve Coogan is a Jimmy Savile defender. <laughs> uh, you guys remember that do we, what's what's your what's your best uh, Steve Coogan uh, role because for me it is Octavian Octavian yeah he's he's yeah is, does he play Octavian or does he play like the guy who becomes the first Caesar or Ju- is it Julius Caesar oh, are we talking about in fu- uh, he plays Octavius 
Octavius. Yeah. In yeah. The, oh, there's a cartoon. Wow, that what? that version of Octavius looks nothing like Steve Coogan at all. <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, what? Hold on, I'm just gonna send this image. It's a clip. It's or it's a picture of him saying that won't be necessary, Nicholas, or something like that. But it's this is apparently supposed to be Steve Coogan, or at least it's the character he's playing. But it doesn't look anything like him. People people don't have to. Oh look yeah, at, I see it like now. Je- uh... Jedediah doesn't look like him either. Or look like uh, uh, Owen name? Wilson. Owen OW. Wilson. But I guess they they made him look closer to what an actual Roman guy might have looked like. Yeah. Um. I like. Uh, I don't know. I've I like. I've never seen like the Alan Partridge show, but I'll go on YouTube and watch clips from it. He. That's pretty funny. That's one of I... Steve Coogan's character characters. Man, I need to. Oh yeah. So it's Nick Nicholas Nick Daly, the son of the original. Um, oh, and then I wonder if, because this this animated movie, it's called Kamun Ra Rises Again. I I again I have I'm not watching I'm not gonna watch the clip right now, but I want to know if Kamun Ra, uh, is, going to have his uh, his Boris Karloff impression, mm-hmm. uh, like like Hank Azaria did in the uh, previous, in well the previous time he had seen it. I certainly hope so. I haven't seen those movies in so long. I also keep forgetting. We've talked about this on the podcast, but I always forget that there's three of them, and I just kind of, in my head, mix up the second and third one. Like, I don't remember the difference, but one of those is in, like, the Smithsonian, right? That's the second one. That's the, the second sec- one. The, what's the third one, then? What the fuck? Wait, the, what's... That's the, that's, the, that's the British Museum. Really? They go to the British yeah. Museum? Oh, man, this this series damn crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's Night at the Museum, Night at the Museum, colon, The Battle of the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. And then Night at the Museum, Secret of the Tomb. Ah, the tomb. Yeah. I, I don't keep wow. about the tomb. Night at the Museum was 2006. The second one was 2009, so only three years apart. And then the next one is 2014, so five years. Wow, after. but all within the Obama presidency. Well, actually, that no, if true. it was 2008, uh, th- th- that probably wouldn't have been, because Obama took office in 2009. Yeah, so 2006, yeah. it wouldn't be, it would be that oh, one. Yeah, What's yeah. the menswear of the Night at the Museum? <laughs> should oh, we do that's... oh 2006 i thought it was 2008 yeah we should um we should redo those episodes maybe who knows maybe we'll, teddy roosevelt's uniform is like super cool or something okay octavius isn't like a real person uh-huh it's just a. Uh, it's just a man named octavius how about yeah. a man named otto you could, Octavius. you know, like, do you know, I can't believe that, like, move, what I found out that that movie is just about, like, oh, like Tom Hanks trying to kill himself over and over and over again. I kind of want to Oh see my it. god, is that, is that what that is? That's the plot, he's just a depressed guy that keeps trying to kill himself. <laughs> and, oh my god. And the, But it's like, the trailers just make it seem like, ah, oh, this grumpy guy finds a cat. Yeah, he's like, it's like, up, yeah, right? Yeah, because like, I just remember him going, uh, apparently, I have a cat now. Yeah, Jesus! Oh my God! Yeah, I just I just looked at the like the Wikipedia thing. He has plans to kill himself, and you can't. You know what? It's, he can't stop doing it. I I know we're you know we're just eating up time before we talk about the main thing here, and I don't know if this makes anyone even want to continue listening. But <laughs> I will say, you know, on the subject of film discourse here, I think like TikToks like ruined film discourse, and oh, not, yeah, not just not just in like reviewing stuff, but like the fact that people clip like random movies that are like bad and people mm-hmm. in the comments are like this is like cinema and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about no like, it's so i see that all the time it's like i like 
it's like it's like people yeah some like fucking lifetime movie and then there will be the subway surfers thing next to it or whatever and people will just be like i gotta see more and then you look it up and it's got like a 19 percent on rotten tomatoes and like fucking like 83 reviews on letterbox or something and it's like how did you even <laughs> like, no, yeah i mean with, with the man called auto like i kept seeing clips of it i and even, even then the clips i had no idea that it was a suicidal man mm-hmm. uh but I was like, man, this is like one of like this is such a good movie, and I'm like, is it? Like, I don't, I don't know. And apparently, it got 69, percent which I guess is a certified fresh. Ooh, okay. Certified. Um, or actually, is that certified fresh? I don't know. 69 percent. Is is 70s certified fresh? I don't know. I yeah, don't take. What, what is certified fresh? Uh. 75 uh, or uh, higher 75 or higher okay okay I think. 75 or higher but it's just if it's just normal yeah. fresh if it's 60 percent or higher yeah there you go got it i like it's either get a tomato a green or a ghost tomato because it's not available yet <laughs> it's just a mm-hmm. it's just a grayed out tomato um she was only 16 that's right <laughs> Which is funny because apparently people on Reddit have no idea what that's from, and I think it's from like an alternate edit of that movie. Huh. Not 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 of not again <clears throat> not of the trip, but of Get Carter. Yeah. It's uh, apparently it's in either either like a trailer that they played earlier, like we like should, like people have seen like in the UK or something. We should just do like a like a Michael Caine marathon, a Michael Caine film festival. Yeah. You got you what you got? Do you Harry think? Brown. What, okay, what's like? Is there like a little like? T- is there like a little like one screen rep theater or something in Pasadena that we can rent out or we can we can program? <laughs> well, okay, so there's there's this thing called um called Vidiots, which is I, I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's apparently it's been around since like the '80s or something like that. It's like a yeah, it's like an indie, um, VHS, uh, like like video seller that was like you know meant to like be like indie blockbuster. And then uh, they also they they just bought out the place next to it, or they, they took over like a theater that was you know being torn down. They bought it, and now they have a theater for mm-hmm. idiots now, so that you can watch stuff. Okay. Uh, and I, I kind of like that because we've lost the Lemley, or yeah, the Lemley, uh, oh, which Carl. is are uh, the yeah the um the local Pasadena indie movie theater that I've only seen a couple of movies at. That is a bummer. And uh, um. I think yeah, I think it's still kind of indie, but like now it's like a chain indie thing. You know what I mean? Like a, like a more, I don't know. It, it, it's not the original. Um, but you know, after watching American Gigolo, I'm like, yeah, I should like, I should like, cause you know, you have the Frida, you know, mm-hmm. down there, and I and I don't feel like driving all the way to like Silver Lake. You know, like I want something that, that's in Pasadena. But I guess hey, maybe Vidiots. I mean, maybe I gotta check out the programming. Whoa! Wait a whoa 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 whoa! Whoa! You're gonna have you're to wait. Out. Hey, yeah, hey. wait a minute. You guys can't keep listening until you subscribe on Patreon. Yeah, what are you, some sort of confidence man? Trying to con us out of our $5? Confidence man? That's Yeah, that's what con that, man means. They say it in the movie, too. Yeah. Oh my god, how did that's I what Michael forget Kane's that shit? Oh yeah. my god. Oh uh, man, I'm, I'm con... con... poop... dense. Mr. Poop. to find out what that means yeah Yeah, you have to listen to the whole episode uh but yeah this is a really fun movie but if you guys want to hear us talk about it you're gonna have to go to patreon.com slash style and direction uh for five dollars a month gives you access to all of these fun bonus episodes where we talk about movie style and everything 
Um, and you also get access to our Discord channel where we share everything about clothing, talk about stuff, talk about our jobs. And Steve jobs. And Steve um, jobs. And a whole bunch of other stuff. But if you give yeah. us $10 a month, you get all of that plus the added bonus of Ethan telling MJ to say your names. MJ, who are we thanking? Our sad cast fanatics are Shane Curry, Philip Grigard, Henrik Wilberg, and Alexander Patton. We appreciate you guys so much. Uh, more, more great content uh, coming out real soon, right? You know, uh, starting in September, we got some great interviews. Well, just one at least. Uh, a, a double movie feature that you guys will have to listen to, too. and a bunch of other stuff uh, until the end of the year. So keep an eye out for that, everyone. Thank you again for for listening and supporting the podcast. I guess or the only fifteen of you who do that. That's um, right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.